0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100, win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgallonpodcast.com slash wynnbet.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric. My name is Talent Jenkins, joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good here. I'm glad you're back, Talent, so I can take a kind of a little back seat here while I'm waiting for uh, Phillies Game 4 of the World Series. Took a 2-1 lead last night, so I'm recording this Wednesday evening before Game 4. Hopefully they just uh, bring it home, finish it out in 5, but... We'll see about that. But, yeah, doing good besides that. Uh, winning some hockey bets and excited to talk about this uh, big Thursday slate.
2: Yeah, pretty quiet day here on my end. Uh, just a couple games going on in hockey. Might even watch some basketball tonight. I don't know. Maybe the uh, the New yep. Orleans Pelicans-Lakers game is calling my name. Probably watching that later on with no hockey games at night. But, yeah, pretty quiet day here. Just doing some college football work and uh, ready to get into these hockey games.
1: Dude, it's crazy. I saw a thing that said there's going to be, like, technically football on for, like, 30 days or something in a row when you put in, like, college and NFL.
2: So that's yeah, pretty sick. 27 days with the uh, the Maction games, right? With, uh, yeah. It started on Tuesday. Nice, man.
1: So that's awesome. Uh, obviously, NHL has been kicking ass, too, so there's been a lot of fun gambling on that. Uh, for myself, that's pretty much what I've been doing, man, just that and working. Um, but we'll get right into it. Fuck it, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, website. That's the place to be, man. Um, They got everything, dude, and like we said, this is the best time of year because he's still got all the sports kicking off. The World Series is in the finals. Does that make sense? The World Series is in the finals. (laughs) It's the World Series, the finals. That's cool. The Phillies are doing his thing. Ryan's fired the hell up. We can get into that a little bit. Um, What else? NFL's popping off. College football's going. Uh, NBA's ripping. I got a couple friends that have been going nuts about that with the Raptors, Uh, so that's cool. NHL's been going everything man so it's been totally cool uh get your ass to the sports gambling podcast website check out the other podcasts too give them a listen good way to make some money uh as well get your ass in the discord dude shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord good to see it always popping off lots of new faces uh lots of old faces doing stuff couple sharks couple other things uh but everybody's making money that's the most important thing so you're literally losing money by not being in the discord get your ass in the discord man it's free uh shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord yeah,
0: Discord's been been great this season. I was just, before, I mean, last season was pretty good, too. But before that, I was just like, you know, it, there wouldn't be any action until, like, the afternoon. People talking about their bets for the night. But people are coming in all night long. Joel's in there talking it up. People are there early morning, you know, Talking about the 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 games for the for that night, the games for the next day when those lines drop. So yeah, make sure you check out the Discord SG.PN/discord. And uh, if you're a hockey fan, make sure you check out the Fantasy Hockey podcast as well as well as the uh, Fantasy Hockey articles on the website by yours truly as well as Jeff, the old bush, old gray bush fox. So uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. And as always, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming podcast uh, on Apple. You can go to SG.PN/hockey, and Spotify is SG.PN/hockeys. And follow us on Twitter at Hockey SGPN.
1: All right, man. We'll go through our uh, lock dogs and totals from last week here. Uh, this one's dating back a couple days. Uh, Jolie, Christ, this guy went three, three and oh, or three for three, rather. He killed it. Why don't you uh, kick us off here?
2: Yes, the natural order is restored. Back <laughs> on top of the pile. Uh, my lock was the Stars money line minus one twenty five. They played the, oh man, I don't even remember. They played the Capitals, maybe? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> this is a week ago. Right? They, I can barely remember last shit. It was night's the Capitals, shit. yeah. All right. Capitals, it was. Yeah. Capitals suck. Stars should have been much bigger favorites. Uh, pretty comfy win from what I remember. Um, the dog was a Canadian's money line, plus 145. I do remember this one because I thought my bet was dead in the water with uh, fucking Jake Allen not playing, and it was Samuel Montembeau in net. So uh, I was already writing this one off as a loss because I I figured that the the advantage in goaltending would go to the Canadians with Jake Allen against uh, Craig Anderson or um, Eric Comrie, but it didn't matter. I mean, I I said on that pod Mm. actually that Caden Gooley was uh, looking like a top, top pairing defenseman, number one defenseman even, and he scored a goal. Uh, So, yeah, that that was a good win for the Cavs there. They got a bit lucky. I mean, I think they were outplayed. But uh, my guy, Samuel Montembeau, came through with a bunch of good saves. I think the the savers are like 40 shots on net. So that was a good win. And my total was the Canucks cracking over 6.5. This was another uh, no-doubter. There were a bunch of goals in this game I don't remember. But I remember it cashed pretty early on. So, uh, yeah, good good day for me.
0: Yeah, for me, uh, not so good. My lock, the Kings, minus 145. Against the Jets at home. uh Kings outshot them 44 19. They had, I believe, a 3 1 lead. Yeah, 3 1 lead late in the first period and then just completely blew it. So that was a loss there. My dog, Senators, plus 105 in Minnesota. They also had an early 1 0 lead. uh They blew that in a 4 2 loss. And my total was the Boston Bruins team total over 3.5 against Detroit. They ended up getting five goals. I think it was kind of a sweat there with the fourth coming in, third and fourth coming in the third period. So yeah, good. Good to get one there and not have to go over for three for for the night.
1: All right, for myself, I got pretty lucky, man. I was sweating bullets a little bit. I had uh, Edmonton in regulation minus one forty five against Chicago. Uh, they ended up scoring with like I think like forty seconds left or something to win it in regulation, like five four or whatever. Uh, so that was a bit of a wacky game, but I ended up getting lucky. At least that hit for me. My dog did not. I had Leafs puck line plus 120 against San Jose. I think ended up losing in fucking overtime. <laughs> this team's uh, not the best right now. Spicy pork and broccoli. Louis Domingue, not the best. Um, my total. I had Philadelphia Florida under six and a half. We were talking about it on the show. I was putting some faith in Carter Hart. Um, didn't necessarily happen. It kind of sucked. There was four goals in the first period, so I was uh, I was on thin ice pretty much the entire game. Two in the second, and then one thirty seconds in the third just to ice it. And then after that, there's absolutely nothing. So that kind of sucked. I thought I might have got lucky in the intermission in between the second and third. And then those uh, those dreams were crushed pretty quickly, about 30 seconds into the third period. So one for two. But at least my lock hit, man. I was having troubles with that
2: earlier. So it's the positives, yo. It's a positive Wednesday today. I actually pushed that under the Flyers, Panthers, under six and a half. It was actually seven. I found a seven, so it just shows, again, the importance of finding mm-hmm. the best number and you can uh, save yourself some money sometimes.
0: Yeah, just, just rub it in, Joel. I, I did some uh, calculations. <laughs> <quick laughs> I'm just giving <laughs> advice to listeners, Just, okay? just take that Nike, you oh, twisted
1: yeah. it, baby. Love it.
0: Just uh, quick calculations. Talon hit in his lock. He was only down 0.62 units. I was down 2.26 units. Joel, up exactly four units on uh, last show. So hopefully we can all follow Joel, Joel's lead here and get into the positive for this show.
1: hmm Um, all right, guys. Well, hey, Chris, we got a 13-game slate, a big 13-game slate ready for Thursday, November the 3rd. Boys, are we ready to get into it or what?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: All right. There it is. Kicking things off at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Carolina on the money line sitting at plus 125. Tampa Bay on the money line at minus 145. The over-unders at six and a half overpaying off minus 110, the under minus 110 as well. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I think if most people have listened to the show for a while, they probably know where I'm going here. But if this is your first show, I'm a a big fan of the Carolina Hurricanes. So them at at plus 125, even against Tampa Bay on the road, is something I think I I have to take here. They've been one of the best teams in terms of expected goals for. They have uh, 60.52%. That's the third in the league. Tampa Bay's down there in the bottom half, just below 50%. And Carolina's been been playing good hockey recently. They, they beat Washington, beat, beat Philly, beat Vancouver, won three of their past four. Tampa's no slouch. They've won three of their past four as well, but kind of only beat Ottawa by one, Sharks by one. I think this should be a much closer game than that. Um, Tampa Bay may take it home, but... Uh Carolina, I think, should be a smaller dog. So I will take advantage of this plus one twenty five line. And then for the total, I'd probably go to the under here. I think this could be like a playoff like atmosphere, as much as you can get in a November game between two top teams in the East that aren't in the same division. So they'll ratchet it up a little bit. Uh two good goalies in Anderson and Vasilevsky as well. So yeah, I like the hurricanes as a dog and I like the under.
2: I could not say anything more to that. Ryan covered all the bases. <laughs> um, I wish you went back to those trends and streaks stuff, because you're leaving me with uh, nothing much to add on my end. Um, yeah, Canes in the under here. That's that's where I'm going. Canes are a much better team early on. Lightning been struggling even against some bad teams, whereas the Hurricanes have played a difficult schedule. So yeah, with those um, those Corsi expected goal stats, it's it's important to. Note this early in the season the strength of schedule because things haven't balanced out yet. So uh, but the Hurricanes have played a, a pretty decent schedule so far and they've they've still in the in the mix, like the top three in the most important categories. So yeah, I like the Canes here and the under for uh, basically what Ryan said.
1: I'm uh, I'm with you guys on the under. Uh, like you said, we got two pretty good goals going out of Frederick Anderson. Obviously, Andrea Vasilevsky. They're both pretty solid. Both the, this is a tough game to pick, though, man. Like Guys, Tampa at home, what are they, 2-1-0 on the year? Carolina on the road, they're 4-1-1. These teams are both unreal. Um, Like Joel said, though, Tampa has kind of been struggling a little slow out the gate. Maybe it's been a wear and tear. Maybe it's just a, we know we're going to be in the playoffs kind of mentality to start off the season. So I'm kind of with you. I'm in Carolina here, man, as a road dog, plus 125. Like I said, they are 4-1-1 on the road. Uh, Good team going in to play against another good team. It's going to be a good game. But I like Carolina, and I do like the under. I'm with you, boys. Okay, moving on down. We got the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Vegas Gold Knights against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Vegas on the money line sitting at minus 140. Ottawa on the money line sitting at plus 110. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Guys, I'm kind of liking the Knights here, man. This has been a this has been a team on a little bit of a tear. They're on a five-game win streak. Uh, they're four-one and zero on the road as well. Ottawa's good at home, though. They're four-one zero at home too, so no uh, no slouch against the Senators. But uh, I don't know, Vegas is uh, they're looking pretty good. I'm going to ride the hot hand here. Like I said, they're on a five-game win streak. Ottawa's on a three-game losing streak. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's go with Vegas here. I hate them. I hate to do it, but I'm on the Knights.
0: Yeah, Vegas is looking great here, especially only at, at minus one forty. As you said, they've won five in a row, two two back-to-back overtime games, but they outshot the uh, Capitals 31-21, outshot the Jets 48-24, doubled them up there. And Ottawa has not been playing well. You know, they're coming back home after uh, a tough road trip down in Florida against the Panthers and Lightning. Got outshot 57-26 and then 34-15. So yeah, I think Vegas here is much better than uh, minus 140, so I will be on that. And the under just seems like Golden Knights seem like they're playing a slower style of hockey. They're not allowing many expected goals against they' uh, I'll leave the uh, other fancy stats to Joel, but yeah, Vegas and the under here are, are, are my two plays.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, once again, I'm agreeing with Ryan and talent in this case with the Knights, uh, at minus one, four you, I think it's a cheap price against an Ottawa team that, uh, I imagine they'll, they'll beat up on some good teams and they'll, they'll, they'll be spicy pesky against some uh, some great teams, but in this case, coming home from that Florida road trip where they looked like absolute dog shit, I was lucky to catch the over two and a half team total in both those games. Those were bad bets, but they won anyway, so whatever. Um, but yeah, the Knights have been very impressive so far. They are giving me a little bit of a scare for my futures. But uh, um, interesting, though, I did lay off a little bit uh, by betting Bruce Casty to win the Jack Adams today mm. at a 15 to 1 or 14 to 1. So um yeah, that that's a bit of a hedge there. If the Gold Knights win the conference, I do think that they, uh, or not the conference, the uh, the Pacific. They, uh, the, I mean, they missed the playoff last year, so Bruce Cassidy's gonna get all the credit, and I do think that's a good bet, regardless of whether you have other futures you want to hedge off or whatever. But uh, yeah, Gold Knights, uh, I like him in this spot, and look out for Bruce Cassidy for the Jack Adams because. Um, uh, yeah, teams that miss the playoffs and then make the playoffs next year, especially if they have a very good season. Just look at uh, Daryl Sutter last year. Uh, they do tend to give more credit to the coach. So uh, look out for that bet there. But for this game, yeah, all over the Knights and I uh, do lean to the under as well. All right,
1: here, moving on down again to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Washington Capitals against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh Washington on the money line sitting at minus 130. Detroit money line sitting at plus 110. The over-unders at six and a half. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Um... Boys, I was kind of thinking maybe Detroit could kind of get a bit of an upset spot here at home. They are 3-1-1, one one, so they have a bit of a better record. Washington's not the greatest team. I mean, yeah, they are over five hundred, but still, they're, uh, they haven't looked that pretty. Um, with that being said, man, this Detroit team's averaging like four goals against per game. I think Washington's going to go in there and pop a few. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a pretty easy win for the uh, Caps on the road, but I'm all over Washington here. As far as over-under goes, I'm... Kind of expecting goals, man. Like, if you have Darcy Kemper and huso not necessarily the greatest goalies in the league. So uh, I'll, I'll lean for the over here with some offensive talent on both teams.
0: This is a tough spot here for uh, Washington. They're already without Backstrom and Wilson. They've been out. Now Carlson's out. Um, I believe Oshie is out as well. So the, their top stick is really kind of just... Ovi and, and company. there just Ovi, just carrying everything they Have Connor Sheary, Marcus Johansson, Dylan Strom is their second line. That's not very great. Uh, d- defense takes a hit without Carlson as well. But I think just Washington still is a better team overall. Detroit's still a little bit up and coming that they're not quite there yet. They got outshot 46-18 in their 8-3 loss to Buffalo on uh, Halloween. So that was kind of spooky there for them. Washington, two tough losses, shootout against Carolina, overtime against Vegas. So I think now playing against a uh, worse team in Detroit, even with those injuries, I would uh, take Washington at minus 120, minus 130.
2: One more thing for the uh, the Senators game is that they are number two now in shooting percentage. So like I said, mm-hmm. with those lucky team total wins, uh, that has clearly boosted that stat up uh, and expect that to regress going forward. But for this one, um, yeah, I, I do like the Capitals in the spot. Uh, neither team are playing well. Uh, you can blame the injuries on the Capitals on, on their side, and the uh, the Red Wings just general lack of uh, skill, especially on the back end uh, on their side. So, I, I yeah, the Capitals here minus one thirty, I think, is a decent price to play to pay here. But uh, um, I bet this earlier, but uh, at this price, it's a. Uh, I would still lean to the Capitals here just because the, the Red Wings are getting a bit too much credit for some some lucky wins earlier in the year, whereas the Capitals, I do think that they are uh, a bit better than the record, uh, even with their injuries. Um, and uh, Darcy Kemper's getting a little bit better, so if he starts here, uh, yeah, I like the Capitals in this spot, uh, but still lean to the over because the Red Wings are uh, have the potential to get in a shootout in every game they play. But uh, no play on that, just the Capitals for me here.
1: All right, moving on down. We are going to the 7:30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the New York Rangers. This is going to be a fucking sick game, man. Maybe one of the best games of the night. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at plus 110. New York money line sitting at minus 130. The over unders at six. Overpaying off minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Jolie, what do you think, man?
2: Yeah, I like how you swung this game to me. Uh... My Boston Bruins are coming along nicely. Um, yeah, they're they're currently favorites for the division, not down to plus 130 in spots already, so that's looking very good. Uh, and the Rangers, meanwhile, they're getting. I don't. I didn't watch the game against the Flyers. I don't know how good Shusterkin was, but he did get the shutout. Uh, I know that Carter Hart was excellent in that game. But the Rangers they they're they're like a diametric opposite of last year in terms of their five on five strength. They're like top five in core C four five on five and uh, what are they expected goals for percentage? They are number five as well. So Rangers are uh, they turn it around big time? I don't know what happened. Maybe uh, uh, Vincent Trotrek is helping them out with uh, coming over from the Canes. I'm not exactly sure, um, but they're playing well too. So this is a this is a good game. Probably fairly line, but I'm still gonna bet Boston here. They've done very well for me so far, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, they. What did I say last last episode? It was the uh, the bees. Uh, I'm gonna keep riding to the bees till they sting me, right? So uh, they haven't <laughs> stung me yet, and uh, we're gonna hope for one more win here before a big game on Saturday with the bees against the Leafs. That's gonna be huge. Ooh. Oh
1: Christ, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I I got to ride
0: with the bees until they sting me too. I'm th- they came back from that that in, in Pittsburgh for that for that six five win in overtime. That was a a big win there. The only thing about the Rangers Flyers game, I didn't watch it either. It was on the same time as the World Series, but I did uh, see on Twitter that the Rangers did hit quite a few posts in that game. shot the Flyers thirty six nineteen. They haven't playing much better at five on five as you said, Joel. But I, I'm still there with you at Boston at plus one ten. They're just incredible right now that they got marshland back earlier than expected so i think this is a game where you kind of just got to take the value on the underdog and and hope they uh come out on top i I think they had a rangers had a a tough test against even arizona was only a one goal game flyers took them to overtime so i think the boston is much better team than those two and they i like them at plus 110
2: one more thing on this game uh Minus Allmark has been a uh, top five goalie so far mm-hmm. this season, and it looks like Jeremy Swayman is projected to start. So that's a little. Oh, uh, Swayman's hurt. Is he not? Well, I thought he was I'm, hurt. I'm seeing that he's likely to start, but uh, that could be wrong. So Swayman they don't is mind it, me. I don't know. about <laughs> You know that.
0: I think it's a knee injury <laughs> I saw. I think I saw like his like knee was taped up after last game.
2: <laughs> well, according to Scott McLaughlin, Jim Montgomery says he is expecting to start Jeremy Swayman Thursday. So uh, uh, well, take they, it out,
1: Scotty. They were <laughs> I don't I don't trust anyone named Scotty.
0: Hey, uh, Scotty's a good guy. Uh they, the the <laughs> Bruins were called Keith Kincaid after Jeremy Swayman's injury. So I, I would have to say Swayman at least takes one game off if they called him Kincaid.
1: Mm. Well, if it is Linus Olmark, I absolutely love the Bruins here, man. Linus Olmark is 7-0-0 this year. He's got a 2.20 goals against average, a .932 save percentage, and one shutout. And the Bruins are so good at hockey, man. Like, this team is awesome. David Pasternak has, like, 18 points in 10 games. So He okay, yeah, has, like, 10 goals or something. Uh, that's absolutely insane. He's sick. Marchand's back and cooking when this team gets Charlie McAvoy back too, look out, dude, like they're going to like the Bruins are sick. That's all I can say about it. Um, so yeah, I like Boston plus one tenure. It's going to be a good game, man. Like honestly, New York could easily win this game at home. They're just as good of a team. Um, but the Bruins dude, like, how do you not, how do you not ride with them? Especially if you're going to give me plus money, even they're on the road. Yeah, I'll take them, uh, over under that's where it gets a bit tight. If Omar's playing, The number's at six. I wish it was at six and a half. If it was six and a half, I'd be all over the under here. I'm still going to kind of ride it, man. But I don't know. The Bruins are like first in goal scoring in the NHL. I think they're averaging 4.4 per game. Fuck it. I'm going to go on the under here. Goaltending here, man. Let's get it. If they have Igor Sturkin against Linus Olmark, I'll be on the under, even though the number's six. And uh, Boston plus 110. Let's go Bruins on the money line. All right, moving down again to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Montreal Canadiens against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself was in Winnipeg. Uh, Montreal money line sitting at plus 175. Winnipeg money line sitting at minus 215. Winnipeg on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over unders is at 6.5. Overpaying off, minus 105. The under, minus 115. I don't really know what to think of this game, man. Like, I guess Winnipeg's looking at all right. Not necessarily really. There's not really too much to like here. I'm going to ride just with the... Uh, I'm going to go with the joy. This is a pass. I'm sorry, man. I got nothing in this game. This game stinks to
2: there me. There you go, buddy.
1: Right? It's a, I'm sorry. You know what? Pass. End of beer.
0: This is one of the, the few games I, I have not yet bet already for, for Thursday. Just because I I can't really find either side reason of reason. To buy. I'd probably lean to... Uh, Montreal, maybe lean to the, to the under. Both teams have been under teams so far this season. But at, at the same time, like I could see myself taking, talking myself into taking Montreal. Team total over two and a half. Probably get a good price on that since they're the underdog. Cole Caulfield's been on fire. Look, look out for his uh, shots on goal and goal scorer props. But yeah, these, these are two teams I really don't know what to make of. Winnipeg, I don't think, should be minus 215. But Montreal could just come out and lay a complete egg. So I I would lean Montreal on the money line or team total, but check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, if we have any plays on Thursday.
2: Well, I'm not leaning. I'm not passing. I'm not doing any of that shit. I'm going with the Habs and the Under. Uh, The Jets are not nearly as good as their record suggests. Uh, We saw that game on Sunday against the Knights. Uh, Buck stopped 46 of 48 to lose in overtime. That was a uh, all the analytic nerds are telling us that that was one of the craziest games in terms of results. Um, not in terms of obviously the better team won, but in terms of how much uh, the Knights should have beat the Jets by. So uh, the Jets are, are getting lucky and getting just extremely good goaltending. But coming here at home against the Habs, I do like the, the Canadians here. Uh, they are the better team so far. If you look at the expected goals, 4 percentage, course, of 4 percentage. The Jets are right down there with the Blue Jackets and the Ducks. So they're not a good team. They will, uh, they're will they much like the Flyers, depending on the good coaching and uh, good goaltending. But in the end, the uh, talent will win out. And the Habs, they're, they're a feisty team there. So at plus 175, I do think there's value there. And the under 6.5, especially if uh, Jake Allen is back. Uh, and Connor Hellebuck, of course, will do his thing. But at plus 175, I, I do like the Habs here quite a bit.
1: All right, we don't we don't got to get too much into this, but it's just kind of a thought I have. Like, is that like when we say the Winnipeg Jets aren't good? Isn't that how they're built, though? Like the structure of this team is like it's goaltending and it's fucking offensive skill. That's it. Defense doesn't exist with them. So if Connor Hellebuck's having a positive year and we've seen him do it before. If he rides us out like when he won a Besna, this team could easily be a contender. They just ride in the hot goalie the entire year. Now, obviously, it's not the ideal scenario. But like, you saw Cal Connor almost put up 50 goals last year. The talent's still there with guys like Shifley and Wheeler. Um, but it, it comes to me, this team rides on Hellebuck. And if he's hot, I, I don't hate the Jets maybe going forward until they give me a reason not to, you know?
0: Yeah, I think I like that. I think it goes back to what Joel said about just the expected goals for I was looking at, yeah, they're down there, fourth worst with, with those bad teams. Hellebuck is a great goalie and he can carry them to wins. But I don't know if I want to lay... Minus two fifteen, but also to uh, Joel's under. It is Sam Montembeau is confirmed for tomorrow. Mm. So I don't know if you want to take that back, but that that's what it looks like. He was good for for me
2: against the (laughs) Sabers. Save uh, percentage,
0: not nine thirty so far this season. So you you can't complain about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's been all right. Uh, Just one word on that, Talon. It's just we're dealing with uh, predictive stuff here, and uh, there's more variance in goalies. So.
1: That's yeah, a sure. good point You're right. a
2: goalie can be hot and all that, but uh, a more predictive thing is how good the team is as a whole. so <laughs> when we're we're betting games, we want to have uh we want to lean that way of course, a good goalie makes a difference i'm not I'm not saying otherwise, but in terms of the whole team, I'd rather go with the 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 team that that shows it consistently rather than just relying on your goalie to make ridiculous saves night after night. <laughs> I, I understand that that's a good point, dude. Um, all right,
1: we'll keep moving things down here again to the 8 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Islanders against the St. Louis Blues game itself. It's in St. Louis. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at plus 105. St. Louis on the money line sitting at minus 115. Uh, the over under sitting at six, overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. I'm kind of feeling the Islanders here, man. Like, the Blues aren't looking too good. We kind of touched on this for like a quick second before we recorded here. St. Louis is a little shaky. Obviously, the team does have talent, so they could turn it around. But right now, they're not looking the greatest. They're on a fucking five-game losing streak. And uh, the Islanders are the exact opposite, man. Four wins in a row here. Uh, Ilya Sorokin's looking great. He's 4-3-0 record. Uh, more importantly, a 2.03 goals against average and a .935 save percentage. So I'm, uh, I'm liking the Islanders here, man. Uh, plus 105.
0: Yeah, a spoiler alert here, but I'm shocked that none of us took the Islanders as our dog for this show. And I, I may I, talk, I, my, <laughs> I, I might talk myself into it, or I guess we're talking town into it. But yeah, the Islanders—they've won four in a row. Blues have lost five in a row. Have not looked good. I mean, they won, at, they lost at home to the Kings, five-one. Canadians seven-four. Uh, lost, lost in Nashville. Lost to Edmonton. Shut out by Winnipeg. We just talked about. So yeah, the Islanders. I think they're they're a good team. Last time I counted on them, they lost. Uh, at home to the the Devils who are proven to kind of be a wagon there. But I think you have to go with the Islanders here at at plus 105. I think they should not be underdogs in this game. And I think by the time uh, this podcast drops even, or definitely by puck drop, they could be down to a pick on or around there. Uh, As far as the total is concerned, um, Islanders have played a few over games, but they are just generally an under team, even without Barry Trott. So I would lean to the under, but my only bet for this game is on the Islanders
2: at plus 105. Yeah, the reason why it's not my dog is uh, we're looking at the, the shooting percentage, and the Islanders are number one right now. So they're clearly getting some luck there. I don't think that their skilled players are good enough to merit that, because they're they're scoring what on um, on nearly 11% of their shots. So that's that's not sustainable. But I still think that they're the better team than the Blues, who are usually leading that category in terms of uh, lucky lucky goals. Bounces going their way, all that stuff. Um, Sorokin is is one of the better goalies in the league right now. I like him a lot better than Bennington. So uh, yeah, give me the Islanders here plus 105. uh they They've been hot lately. They've beaten some good teams as well. And the Blues, meanwhile, they can't figure shit out for their uh, their lives, depending on it right now. So yeah, I like the Islanders here and uh, plus one five. I, th- I think that they should be uh, favored as well.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking ha- halfway through the show here, halfway through, the, through these games. I'm tracking consensus plays. And so far, all of our uh, teams are, are, on, are uh, on our road teams. I mean, that, that, mm. that, can, that can be troubling sometimes. But, you know what, hopefully we can uh, come out on top and win some of those bets. And speaking of winning bets, why don't you check out WinBet? If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/wy slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 20 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you're assuming there's a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the Sports Gambling Podcast is still giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor jersey or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. The contest is completely free to enter. Just subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast channel on YouTube. You can comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win with a new comment. And uh, make sure you turn on your notifications so you don't miss when the Sports Gambling Podcast contacts you when they pull the winner.
1: All right. Heading on down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Minnesota Wild game itself is in Minnesota uh seattle on the money line sitting at plus 165 minnesota money line is at minus 200 uh wild on the puck line sitting at plus 120 the over under is at six and a half overpaying off minus 115 the under sitting at minus 105 here uh what do we got here like minnesota should win this game but seattle's been kind of sneaky man like these guys both have the same record or similar record five four and two for seattle five four and one for minnesota uh, Seattle's been surprisingly good on the road too, man. They're three one and one here, and Minnesota hasn't been great at home. They're two three and zero. Maybe I'll ride with the dogs here. Give me the Kraken plus one sixty five. Uh, let's hope Flurry lays an egg.
0: Yeah, the, the Kraken here are are the analytics darlings that have been so far this season, and they're, they're under five hundred overall. But they've been performing better than a lot of us thought. They stole a win in Calgary. Got got uh, outshot forty twenty six. Came back late. <laughs> I know. I know that one. Hurt Joel there a little bit with uh, Maddie score scoring the game winner in the futures market. Uh, but for this one, I think I can't rely on the Wild as minus 200 favorites. I can't rely on them to uh, cover a puck line. So if anything, I'm going to go to Seattle here as an underdog. Hope the line moves up a little bit higher than plus 165, but may- maybe not. They beat Pittsburgh 3-1. They did get that win in Calgary 5-4. But I think my better play here would be the over, o- over 6.5 at minus 115. Both teams have played more over games than under games so far this season. We know how the Kraken's goaltenders are kind of weak, whether it be Grubauer, who's hurt right now, I think. Martin Jones, Joey Decord starting against uh, Calgary, and Minnesota hasn't had Marc-Andre Fleury be his normal self. So Kraken as an underdog here, as well as the
2: over six for me. It's over six and a half, but uh, I do lean the same way. Uh, the Wild are getting better lately, though they're they're calling back up those uh, important categories. Of course, before our special goals for and Mark Andre Fleury is playing better as well. I mean, mind you, two of those games were against the the Habs, his his hometown team, so that's important to note. So yeah, the Wild I think are figuring things out, but they're still a bit expensive here at minus 200. So I do like the Kraken at plus 165. They're still uh, outperforming them in terms of those same metrics. And uh, I don't care uh, if Joey Decord is in net. The Kraken have shown that they can win games without a goaltender. Um, no matter who they put in net, they, they'll still win these these uh, these nerd wars. So, yeah, plus 165 <laughs> with the Kraken. Uh, they got some better goal scorers, too, with uh, Burakovsky, Bjorkstrand, and Bat- Matty Bennears has been awesome. He's going to cost me some money. But, uh, oh, well, hopefully wins me some money in this one because I'm taking the Kraken and the over six and a half.
1: All right, heading down to 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Chicago Blackhawks. They stink. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at minus 165. Chicago money line sitting at plus 140. Kings on the puck line at plus 165. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys, I kind of like the Kings in this game. They've kind of had a rough start. Like they're six and six, so it's not like a catastrophe here. But uh, I mean, Chicago is just terrible. They're on a four-game losing streak. This team does not look good. Um, so the Kings should be able to take him minus minus one sixty-five. If that's uh, if that's a little too uh, too much use for you, by all means, just take them in regulation. Uh, they should be able to get it done. I think four out of their six wins that they have on the season have been in regulation. Uh, and most of them have been by one or more goals. So by all means, the puck line's not looking too bad either, at 165. Maybe just hammer LA team total too. Bet the Kings every which way possible, even though they're kind of struggling. Hopefully they beat the wheels off a, a terrible Chicago team.
0: Yeah, This seems like another uh, going to be a road consensus play here with the Kings only minus 165. In Chicago. Chicago's has injuries. Seth Jones is out. Uh both Stalock and Razek are out. So it looks like it's gonna be Arvid Soderblom starting for them in net. Um- Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Look <for> his <Seth> right <laughs> now. He started three games last year, won uh 0-2. two point eight six three save percentage. Allowed 13 goals in 156 minutes. So that doesn't seem very good, especially with a Blackhawks team that has downgraded exponentially since then. So yeah, you got to go with the Kings here. Bet this as, as soon as you hear this, because this is a line that should be moving. The Kings have beaten some good teams. They, they, they just lost to Dallas on the road. But going into Chicago, a uh, good get right game after a, uh, two games and two nights. It's a, it's a good spot for them to get a win. So I'll take the minus 165. Don't hate regulation or puck line, like Talon said, if you're looking for a... Uh, better odds but I, I think just the kings here is the way to go
2: yeah this is a, a strange game a little bit uh the blackhawks have been better than i expected they're kind of like the habs in terms of overachieving expectations this early in the season uh but uh, i do think that it, it'll come crashing down the kings meanwhile are a bit up and down they 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 can play like uh, kings one day but then they'll play like fucking poppers the next uh, <laughs> okay. you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> hey. with this uh hollywood team um <laughs> but in this game i yeah you just gotta take the better team here at a, a cheap price here minus 165 i do like the kings uh, they're getting some bad goaltending earlier on that's why you're seeing more overs so i'm gonna keep riding that as well especially with the blackhawks uh they're actually uh they should be scoring more than they are if you look at their shooting percentage and their talent that they still have with patrick kane there he's had a bit of a slow start but johnny taves i think he has five goals so far so Ooh. he's clearly come out firing But yeah, I do like the over here and the Kings uh, for a side with the Blackhawks bound to go back to the bottom of the league eventually, even though they've started well. uh, They they know what's best for their their team and their club uh, is to get a better draft pick at the end of the day. So uh, the Kings will be fighting for a playoff spot. So Kings minus 165, over six and a half, minus 105, would be my bets.
1: All right, moving on down here to the I got caught scrolling away to the 9 p.m. Ties, we have the National Predators against the Calgary Flames game itself is in Calgary. National on the money line sitting at plus 155 Calgary on the money line sitting at minus 185 uh, Flames on the puck line. Plus 145 the over unders at six and a half overpaying off minus 105 the under minus 115 Ryan. What do you got here, bud? what's going to go down in Calgary?
0: I absolutely just love the Flames here. If if oh. we if we did our uh, locks differently, where I was betting to win two units rather than betting two units on it, I'd probably just lock in the Flames. That's how much I like them. I uh, already bet them at minus 170. I was able to find so minus 185 is a little bit pricier than that, but I think that's still worth taking. Uh, Nashville is three six and one overall. Both of the two of the three wins came in their first two games against the Sharks. Uh, they're one and three on the road. That one win was in Prague against the Sharks. So they haven't won a road game in North America and Calgary is coming off two really bad losses. They outplayed, outplayed Edmonton and Seattle at home, had 40 shots in each game, just a 26 for the opposition. And now they have, you know, f- this might be finishing off their, uh, home home stands. It looks like it's their seventh home game in a row. And then yeah, Nashville is continuing a road trip, got beat up in Edmonton. I think it's going to continue here in Calgary. So give me Calgary on the money line. I don't mind them on, on the puck line as well. I think it's going to be a, uh, Calgary like could be like, it's like a 4-1, 5-2 win somewhere somewhere in there where Calgary just kind of cruises against a Nashville team that played over their heads last year and is kind of coming down to earth so far
2: this season. Yeah, the Predators are bad boys. Uh, I bet them to beat the Oilers, and they, they scored like 30 seconds in. But after that, it was one-way traffic. The Oilers just totally slaughtered them. Uh, the Predators became the prey in that one. Uh, for this one, yeah, so obviously I'm going with the Flames as well uh minus 185 is still a good bet uh, you can do regulation whatever over six and a half though is also a decent bet too with the Predators goaltending being bad the Flames goaltending being bad as well marks him not being himself early on and uh Daniel Vladar actually outperforming him um so yeah over six and a half here and the Flames would be my my bets here I, you know what I feel about the Flames I don't need to add any more to that and the Predators they've They've been shit. I mean, I thought UC Saros would be a little bit better. I thought he looked sharp early on, but clearly he hasn't uh, manifested that in some good saves, some good performances. So, yeah, it's going to be the flames in the over in this one.
1: All uh, right, for myself here, uh, yeah, I really like Calgary, man. This team, uh, this team kicks ass. Good to see a couple guys uh, like Nazem Kadri popping off and scoring a couple goals, having himself a good start to the season. Um, this team should do well, and Nashville's not really doing well. Jolie hit the hit the nail right on the head there, man. They're a struggling team. They uh, they're coming off a high season last year, and they're kind of looking like shit um that's to be honest with you uh so i like the flames here i do also like the flames team total i think they're averaging 3.5 goals per game uh on the season and nashville is averaging 3.5 goals against per C- or game this season so if the number is sitting at 3.5 i'll definitely take the over on that as well um so yeah i guess calgary money line maybe even regulation and then the uh calgary team total uh probably sitting at three and a half Okay, heading on down to the 9 p.m. slot here. Moving a little bit across Alberta. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. New Jersey on the money line sitting at plus 145. Oilers on the money line, sorry, minus 175. Edmonton on the puck line sitting at plus 145. The over-under is at 7. paid off, plus 110. The under, minus 130. Uh, Devils are looking sneaky good here, man. Like, I... I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're good enough for me to kind of take them. But on the road, they are 3-1-0. Oh, uh, Edmonton's 4-3-0 oh at home. Oilers are on a five-game winning streak. Devils are on a four-game winning streak. I think we're going to get a good game here. Fuck, dude. I, I don't know. Give me the Oilers. Even then, minus 175 isn't that much, so I'm not going to bet it. But if you had to, that would be the way to lean. Over-under at 7 Devils get some goaltending here, man. Uh, V playing well, Jack Campbell's been a little bit tough start to the season here, but I'm still going to be on the under seven at minus minus one thirty.
0: I I was really thinking this was going to be another, uh, road consensus play here, but you messed it up down. Cause the devils right now are just, they're an absolute wagon right now they're averaging 39 shots per game. Second best in the league, averaging 21.8 shots against per game. That's the best in the league. Uh, so they're doing it on both, both sides of, of the puck here. Uh, outshot columbus 5321 vancouver in vancouver 3723 list goes on and on here i'm uh devils have been a team i've been targeting as well for shots on goal props jack hughes nico heeshier Bucky hamilton has been in there Jasper for so make sure you check out the discord for my plays there but yeah you gotta take the devils here plus 145 this, this line is disrespectful to them they're one of the best uh fantasy stat teams in the league i'm sh- hoping joel has those stats again as well but yeah both these teams on winning streaks, but I don't think Edmonton warrants a minus 175, especially against a, a good team like the Devils plus, at a plus 145. So I like that. And I might sprinkle the over seven at plus 110. I, I want to see that come down to six and a half, but I, I don't mind that either.
2: There's been two teams that have been very right on so far this year. Boston Bruins and the New Jersey Devils. These guys are making me money most nights. Uh, had a tough start losing to the the Flyers, I believe, mm-hmm. in the first game of the season. But since then, uh, they've gotten some uh, good results, and it, it's it's matched their their numbers. I mean, if you go on Twitter. Of course, you'll never find me there, but uh, if you do, you'll you'll see (laughs) that uh, everybody loves the fucking Devils. All those analytic nerds, they love them. Top two, expected goals, four percentage. Top one, Corsi, four percentage. Oh, I got those backwards. Switch them around. Um, But yeah, the Devils are just a dominant team. Like even that game, I I was watching the the, the Devils Canucks game the other night, last night, Tuesday night, and uh, it looked like the Canucks were actually. uh, doing better but uh, apparently the, the stats say otherwise so I'm going to go with the, with them cuz they know better than I do and uh yeah with the the Oilers have been awesome so far uh last few games especially had a bit of a slow start but now uh, if they get uh, some decent goaltending they can go on a run but I do like the Devils here plus 145 uh and but yeah as far as the total goes the uh, I do think that the under takes money uh bit counterintuitive here but the Devils have been uh, so good at, at shutting teams down defensively that uh, yeah, they could put you a dollar on McDavid, just like uh, McCarr kept up with McDavid. He, he can do that. <laughs> yeah, he might. He might. You never know. Um, oh,
1: yeah, of course.
2: And Vitek vanishek has been awesome. So no, they don't have that same goal to the problem they had last year. So I do think the under seven here is the bet at minus 130. Um, yeah, if you want the over, then uh, you, you best wait because I do think that comes down. But yeah, better play for me is the devils just because I'm gonna ride the teams that make me money.
1: All right, moving on down to the tempion time slot here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh Anaheim on the Money Line sitting at plus one forty five. Vancouver money line at minus one seventy five. Canucks on the buck line at plus one forty five. The over under set at six. Overpaying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. Jolie, what do you got, bud? What's going on in Vancouver? This is kind of a
2: kind of a shit game here. Speak for yourself, man. Your team is playing the fucking Flyers (laughs) and it's a must-win situation. We're getting
1: those those overtime points, baby. That's all we need, those ones. Uh,
2: All right. Um, Yeah, I I, I like the Canucks here. Uh, It's a little little more expensive now than the Open, but minus 175, I do think that's playable. The Ducks have been on a bit of a roll, beating the aforementioned Leafs and the Sharks, the uh, interstate or intrastate rivals um so they're they're coming into vancouver here i don't think that they're going to be as up for this game as the canucks are who are desperate for a win i mean they beat the penguins and the kraken and they they did a good performance against the mighty devils but uh, ultimately came short if uh thatcher demko shows up for once i do think they win this one comfortably but i'm not sure if that's the case i also like the over six that's actually my stronger bet at this number over 6, minus 120 would be uh, my favorite bet in this game. Uh, John Gibson's been ups and up and down. A bit better recently, but still letting in goals for fun. And um, the Canucks, they, they're they terrible in terms of the uh, uh, chances allowed, high danger, high danger chances allowed. And the Ducks have some goal scorers too. I mean, they they have bad power play, though. I, mean, I saw that they were like 0 20 or something on the power play until the <laughs> oh. uh, late last night. Yeah, so that's not good for them, but... Yeah, just give me the Canucks here and give me the over six and hope that these uh, goalies continue to underperform.
0: Yeah, lo- love the over six here. I mean, we got two teams with bad defenses already, and
2: unfortunately for Anaheim,
0: Jimmy Drysdale appears to be out for quite a while, p- quite possibly this season, with a shoulder injury, so that's just another guy who was going to be a part of their young core with, with Zegras and everybody, but he's out for them. I mean, they have Klingberg, but he's not really great defensively. Anyway, Gibson and Demko both have save percentages under 900 this season, so Love the over six here. Just a game like Talon said between kind of two two shit teams right now. Even even though Vancouver should be better. But yeah, over six here at uh minus one twenty. Love that. And if I had to pick a side, I'd just go with uh go with the dog here, get some uh quacks going in the Discord. But yeah, the, the over <laughs> six is gonna be the only only play for me.
1: All right. As much as I love myself a good quack uh, to me, this is one of the one of those games you got to just look at the teams on paper and like, let's face it, the Canucks have to be better than the Ducks here. Not to say that they're playing better than the Ducks. Both teams are kind of in shambles. Um, although the Ducks are in a two game winning streak, but still I'm going to be on the Canucks here. Uh, minus one seventy five. Maybe a little sprinkle. Who cares? Nothing too crazy. Um, I do like the over, though, like you guys said. Um, Ryan, you touched on it. Both Demko and, Tha- or and uh, John Gibson have, save percentages under 800. And goals against averages over four. So it's not been too pretty in between the pipes both ways here. So the over six minus 120 is looking great. And uh, yeah, I've had to lean away Vancouver for sure.
0: Yeah, and for the over, the Ducks have the worst expected goal against per 60 minutes <laughs> at 3.21. So there's just more, more evidence for, to take the over there.
2: Huh. Just look at their defense core. I mean, uh, Klingberg <laughs> and uh, I don't even know the other guys with Jamie. Draws Cam, F- still Cam Fowler's still there, right? Is he still yeah, there? He's, he's an offensive guy, though. No, he I
0: know. Defense. Exactly. He, he's just like just like Klingberg.
2: He's, How old yeah. is
1: he now? He's got to be like, what, like 34? He's, he's 30. He's 30? Really? He's 30. Uh,
0: that does what? shock me as well. When did he come in? He must have started. He's got to like, be one of those
1: guys yeah. that came in at like 18 or
2: something yeah, like that or 19 period. or something. Yeah, he was awesome in the mid-20s
0: yeah started start his started in uh 2010 at 19 years old yeah he Dude, feels like po- has been
2: in the league he, he
0: had 40 points his rookie season and didn't have more until last season he had 42.
1: <laughs> such promise um all right uh yeah that covers it we'll move down to the 10 p.m time slide here we got the Dallas Stars against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is at Arizona State University. Uh, Dallas on the money line sitting at minus 200. Uh, Arizona State University Coyotes money line is sitting at plus 165. Uh, Stars on the puck line sitting at plus 125. The over under is at 6. Over paying off minus 110. The under is well paying off minus 110. First of all, I love the over here uh, minus 110. Um, Arizona is not that great. Hopefully Nick or Jason Robertson can go in there and just light the absolute goddamn lamp. Um, uh, so I like that, and I do like the stars here. I got lucky; I hit on Arizona last night. That uh, was the first time I watched them play inside that terrible, god awful arena. Um, but yeah, give me the stars here and give me the over.
0: Yeah, I think stars have to be play here. I called the Coyotes uh, upset there on on Tuesday night, even though I didn't bet it because I was too caught up with the Flyers game. But Good to see them get a win there at home. I don't think this is a spot where they can get it. I do, do like the over, though. Uh, Scott Wedgwood's going to be starting. Jake Outtinger's still hurt. Uh, Connor Ingram starting for Arizona. His save percentage is below 900. So, like the over, only at 6 at minus 110. I think you have to take that. Uh, you can possibly just get that push at 6. As far as the side, I think you just have to go with go with the stars, maybe get it down to the puck line plus one twenty five or or just in regulation because all their wins so far have been in regulation. That that's probably the way I would go with this one, as well as the over six.
2: Breaking news. Joel Faraby just scored for Let's the go. Flyers. Yeah, I know, I saw
1: it. <laughs> God damn it.
2: Cracks me up. <laughs> um for this one, yeah. The Panthers, they were the better team there, but they only showed it in, like, the third period when they were losing at the end of the game. And then uh, good old Vajmook stood on his head to win them that one. I don't think that that's going to continue. The Stars are the uh, immensely better team here, far superior across every measure, every uh, position. So at minus 200, I do think that's cheap and will only go up, but I'm going to be a little conservative here and take them in regulation at minus 115. So, yeah, I mean the Coyotes they had a they had a bit of a riotous atmosphere the first couple nights considering the size of their arena, but uh, it was totally dead against the Panthers game. I don't think that their uh, their hometown advantage was short lived and it'll wear off against the Dallas Stars here. Um, yeah, you're gonna see a lot of Dallas fans here too. So. Yeah, Stars all the way in this one. Lean to the under six. Uh, would would make it a better bet if Ottinger was around, but it'll be Scott Wedgwood, who is a decent backup. Mm-hmm. Not scaring me off of the Stars side, but uh, uh, yeah, lean to the under, but uh, big play on Stars to win this game. All right, heading down to the
1: 10.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Florida Panthers against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Florida Moneyline sitting at minus 230. San Jose on the Moneyline sitting at plus 185. Florida on the puck line at plus 105. The over-unders at six and a half. off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, kind of a sneaky play here. I'm kind of feeling the Sharks a little bit. I don't love it. <laughs> They're a terrible team. But after what I saw out of Florida playing against, uh, I think it was Arizona last night, they definitely didn't look that great. Um, and Eric Carlson's been popping off this year. I think he's got like nine goals or some shit like mm-hmm. that. So that's good to see. A little bit of resurgence. Who knows how long it'll last uh but yeah, I mean you know the sharks are terrible at home, they're one five and one. Florida hasn't been great on the road either, they're two, four, and zero. But uh I'll ride with uh with the nerd boy himself, James reimer if he plays. That's fucking ghost sharks here. Eric Carlson, a bit, of a bit of a resurgence. Maybe Timo Meyer gets a hattie and you know, four goals and pulls out his dick and fucking starts giving her one like Joe Thornton. That's fucking ghost sharks, baby.
0: Yeah, this is a game here where I'm probably not going to bet it, but I think I have to have to go with the Sharks because I talked about it uh, on last show. Florida has just been awful on the road. They've lost as over minus 200 favorites three times now, including over minus 300 to the Blackhawks, Flyers, and Coyotes. So you can't back them at minus 230 again on the road against the Sharks. So, you know, they they played fine against Anaheim, shootout loss. They had 44 shots. It was a back-and-forth game. So maybe the over is the best, best play here just because – Sam as can score carlson has been been hot. their defense is just offensive defensemen. Florida's probably coming to look out hot coming to looking to come out hot after a uh loss in Arizona, so over to be possibly my over only bet here and then just sprinkle the uh sharks if you want a, a late d gem play for the only ten thirty
2: game. The Panthers are kind of turning into the uh the Leafs of the south here <laughs> um, they they show up against the good teams beating uh Uh,
0: uh,
2: Uh, Everything everything comes down to Leafs. You should take pride in the fact that everything uh, goes back to. uh, How how does
0: this impact the Leafs? Anything, anytime? anytime
2: Between the Panthers and the Sharks?
1: Yeah. Uh, To draw a connection. uh, James Reimer. Reimer, He's played played for San Jose, Florida and Toronto. There you go.
2: My point is that the Panthers are underperforming <laughs> against the bad teams, but uh, they're showing up against the good teams, beating the... Uh, actually, they didn't beat the Lightning. I thought they won that game, but I'm seeing here they lost that one in overtime. So maybe and maybe not as true as I thought. Um, but they did beat the almighty Buffalo Sabres, so uh, uh, maybe it's a bit of truth. That... Anyway, for this one, I don't have a strong play on the side. Uh, but I do like the under at six and a half here, minus one of five. We're not seeing the uh, the new play style of Paul Maurice accounted for in this number. Uh, they're not they're not the high flying team. We've been over this past couple of weeks. Um, they are playing more under games, and um, they're getting better goaltending too from Spencer Knight, who should be starting this one, than they got from Sergei Bobrovsky. You know the Sharks, they just uh, they can't defend, but they also can't score. So that, that leads to the under here, especially if uh, your guy, James Reimer, there shows up. So uh, no strong play in this one, but I do like the under six and a half here at minus five.
1: All right, Julie, let me see if I can sway you a little bit here to the side of teal and uh, what are their colors? Black and I guess a little bit of, is it orange? I don't know. Um, have you ever seen a Panther in our <laughs> Discord channel? Have you? No. I've never seen a Panther in their Discord channel. Do you know why that is? Because every time those sneaky Panthers try to get into our goddamn Discord channel, we got a shark in there that's eating them up. Hom nom. He's eating the Panthers. The same way the San Jose Sharks are going to eat the Panthers on the ice tomorrow night in San Jose. I love the Sharks here. Plus 185. Let's go, Sharks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> no? Thank you. Um. So... That covers our Thursday game, so that's 13 games. So that's going to be a sick day. Uh, Friday, there's two games. We're not going to get into the Buffalo-Carolina game. But we got kind of a cool thing going on here. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are playing against the Colorado Avalanche. The game itself is at 1 p.m., and the game's in Finland here. Uh, And there is odds out currently, so we're going to run through this one game. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 150. Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 180. I guess you call that home favorites, even though they're in Finland. Colorado on the puck line is sitting at plus 140. The over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off, minus 135. The under, plus 115. Jolie, what's going on here in Colorado, bud? Or I guess technically in Finland for Colorado. (laughs)
2: Uh, It's been a slow start to the year, but I do think that this is a good spot for the team to get together again. Bond on this big road trip out to Finland. And uh, important news is that Vali Natushkin is skating again, so he could play in this one. That's a big uh, factor. He's been the best player for our team early on this season. Um, Kale McCarr hasn't been getting it together yet. Landis Gogg is out. And uh, McKinnon's been up and down, and but good goaltending too. We we're actually uh, the Avs lead the league in save percentage somehow. I uh, didn't expect that coming into the first uh, nine or ten games here with uh, Georgiev and Franzouz. But at minus 180 here, that is that is a play for me with the Aval- Avalanche. Just a much better team. The Columbus Blue Jackets are a bottom five team in this league, and uh, they're, they're they got Patrick Lani, who's finished, but the Avs they have Mika Rantanen. They have Arturi Luckin and, uh guys who are are just as good, if not better. Um, so, yeah, I love the Avs here. Minus 180 and, uh, well, slightly into the over, I guess, even though it's a bit expensive. Minus at minus 135. Uh, just the fact that it's the Blue Jackets game and they can't. They have the, I, I said the Avs are the number one goaltending. In terms of save percentage, the Blue Jackets are number 32. So <laughs> we expected that coming into the year, that the Blue Jackets are terrible goaltending, and it has proven true. So, uh, expect the Avs to uh, light them up. Uh, if uh, It's hard to imagine Corpus um, or Merzlikens or uh, Daniel Tarasov, whoever they put in that, stopping the uh, the high power shots of Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and the rest.
0: Yeah, all right. We got some uh, breaking news here. Looks like Austin Matthews scored a power play <laughs> <in the> goal. <laughs> to VVT. Uh, tie the game. Um, and also. <laughs> We, we put these odds here. We wrote them in when, before, right before we started the show, probably less than 90 minutes ago, and they've already shifted to uh, Avs minus 200, Blue That's Jackets plus well. 170. So, yeah, bet bet the Avs as soon as you can. Uh, I just bet a Avs minus one and over five and a half parlay. got plus odds on that. Because, yeah, this, this is going to be Avs all, all day long here, no, no matter where this game is played. This, this game will be played in the Arctic Circle at the North Pole, wherever. The Avs are the better team. They should be at least minus 200, minus 225. Blue Jackets just, just are not a good hockey team, and, and they showed that in their in their past few games, getting outshot 53-21 by the Devils. So the Avalanche are better than the Devils. So, yeah, you got to go with the Avs here and go, and go with the – or not even necessarily because maybe the, the Blue Jackets won't score. So just go, go with the Avs, Avs team total, Avs puck line,
2: whatever you can find, good odds on. Have you ever seen an avalanche in the Arctic Circle? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, we do.
1: Yeah, i ain't never seen no cannons though. Um,
2: yeah. I don't even know what a blue jacket is. Uh, <laughs> like a yellow jacket? I don't I think, think it's those like those a soldier,
1: around. like a Yankee soldier. Oh, a okay, well, definitely
2: none of that was in Finland.
1: <laughs> um, for myself here, I think Colorado is going to absolutely kick the shit out of Columbus in this game here. And you know what it comes down to? Part of it too, like obviously Colorado's the better team, and Columbus kind of stinks. Um, but they're going to Finland. Do you think Nathan McKinnon is going to let the boys go out and party <laughs> and get all? Okay. No, he's not. You're going to, he's going to be, he's going to be setting curfew. He's going to be going door to door with a baton stick, ready to beat a motherfucker. Oh, William Neal scored two, one. Let's go Leafs. But Nathan McKinnon not going to let that shit go. Colorado's going to kick some ass. And on the opposite side of things, you're going to have fucking Yermo Kekalainen and Jakub Voracek in there doing bump stuff, somebody's daughter's tits at fucking <laughs> 4 in the morning, 4 a.m. before puck drops. So I think Columbus is just going to get absolutely blown up here. Colorado's going to win. That's the play. Uh, over under I'm saying under six and a half plus one fifteen I think there's gonna be a boring game teams are gonna maybe be jet legged or hung over in Columbus's case and uh, there's gonna be nothing going on so under uh, plus one fifteen and uh, Colorado probably in regulation man that's my go-to play for this game. uh it's a key bump game uh, finished key bump game or titty bump game rather okay. That covers our slates, um, boys. We're gonna move down to our lock dogs and totals here. Uh, as far as standings go, I myself, I'm six and nine. I'm down nice. four point nine two units. Uh, Ryan is uh, eight six and one in second place. He is up zero point five five units. And Julie is in first place after his big week. He is nine and six, uh, and he is up three point three three units. With that being said, Julie, you're uh, you're up, buddy. You got the honors here. Why don't you go first?
2: So we're going with the, Starla, the Dallas Stars against the Arizona Coyotes in regulation at minus 115. Uh, just a much better team here. They just need to win in 60 minutes. I think they'll get it done, even with the back goalie in net. Um, yeah, but great team. And, uh, against a terrible team, so that's an easy one for me. Dog, we're going again with the New Jersey Devils at plus 145 against the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers uh, had a big game against the Preds. Uh, Devils kind of coasted in that game against the Canucks. Uh, kind of let some chances through, but they were winning like 4 nothing. so uh, they got some energy left for this one. A big game here against uh, the mighty McDavid, but uh, like I said, Jonas Siegenthaler is going to shut him down, and Vitek Vancek is going to be the goalie that Devils have been waiting for since Mark Brodeur. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> for my total we're going with the canes lightning under six and a half here at minus 110 uh just a a big big matchup here between two powerhouse teams with uh, good goalies and uh good defensemen too and yeah I, i don't expect a lot of goals in this one especially with how uh pedestrian the lightning power play looked the other day uh yeah so give me the uh under six and a half here with the canes lightning
0: all right, for my lock, I'm going with the uh, Flames in regulation. Minus 120 at home against Nashville. Just similar to Joel's lock here. Just a much better team. And Calgary is going to be at home. And Nashville has not won a road game in North America so far this season. And Calgary has had all their wins. Except one against Carolina come in regulation. Uh, speaking of Carolina, they're going to be my dog here at plus 125 at Tampa Bay. I, I think this is kind of a toss-up game here. It should be. <laughs> more of a pick so I like the value here of the Hurricanes at plus-125. They've uh, played a harder schedule, and they've gotten gotten wins out of it. And Tampa Bay, they're feeling good, but their last three wins were against Anaheim, San Jose, and Ottawa. So Mm -hmm. Carolina put up a a bigger fight than that. And then my total is the Ducks-Canucks over six, uh, minus-120. I talked about it. You you got Gibson, Demko both playing Worse than they are. Uh, Neither team really has any good defensemen. We talked about Vancouver's defense besides Quinn Hughes. Before the season, Anaheim really has no one good either. So, yeah, love the over six there at minus 120.
1: All right. For myself, I got the Vegas Golden Knights as my lock here. I hate to say it at uh, minus 140 against Ottawa on the money line. Um, They're on a five-game winning streak. They're looking pretty good this year, man. So I'm going to take them uh for my dog i have the islanders plus 105 money line against st louis same kind of thing st louis has been struggling at home they haven't looked too strong and uh the islanders have uh been uh, been kind of consistently consistently solid throughout the season to start things off so i'll take them it's a slight dog it's kind of a pussy play plus 105 but i'm gonna take it anyways um for my total i am taking seattle minnesota over six and a half paying off minus 115 uh, Faden kind of two struggling goalies man Fleury hasn't looked great and anybody Seattle's put in the net has looked kind of terrible uh, team doesn't really play too well defensively here so I'm hoping the over six and a half hits uh, fingers crossed we get it like an early one where there's like three goals in the first period or something but either way we'll have to see hoping for a big week here boys um consensus plays. I think we had a couple here. No lots of road oh. dogs or road uh favorites you're saying?
0: Yeah, we got a bunch here. I kept track of uh we like Carolina plus one twenty-five in the under six and a half at minus one ten in that game. Mm-hmm. Um Vegas minus one forty and the under six and a half minus one ten in that game.
2: Washington, you basically everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we
0: agreed on way, on way too much here. Uh Washington minus one thirty at Detroit. Boston. Boston Boston, plus 110 at the Rangers. Islanders, plus 105 at St. Louis. Kings, minus 165 at Chicago. Uh, Cal- shit, Calgary, minus 185 or minus 120 regulation at home against Nashville. And then Ducks, Canucks, over six at minus 120 is the comp- consensus plays I have that written down. I don't know if you guys want to say no dot any of them because that, that seems like a lot one two three four five six seven eight i uh, kind
1: of like all and... those man i don't know about you guys exactly. but i like
0: them
1: let's roll those already yep. let, oh, let, fuck.
0: yeah yeah let, let's make sure can do some work so yeah the we, teams we got, together to... baby yeah there
1: we go all we got, right it's uh... either
0: gonna be gonna be awesome or awful we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see on friday
1: that's kind of scary yeah um, all right, man. That pretty much covers everything, I guess. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Every website. That's the place to be. We talked about it before the show started. Uh, everything's popping off, man. It's it's the World Series. It's in the finals. The game starts in ten minutes here, so you know your boy Ryan's going to be getting absolutely hammered, sweating mm-hmm. his nuts off about baseball for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is going on too, though. NFL, college football, NBA, NHL. It's a, it's a sick time of the year, so go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check out the articles. The boys are pumping out all the time. Uh, Ryan's Fantasy stuff is pretty cool, pretty sick. Check out the other podcasts, including the Fantasy Hockey Podcast, all the other podcasts, played shape shows. It's a good way to make some money, man. Uh, Even on sports that maybe say, hey, I don't watch a lot of basketball. Well, hey, it's a damn good way to kind of get some good insight and to win some money. But if you're looking to win some real cash, get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. That's where you make the money, man. Everybody's throwing picks in. Everybody's making money. It's good to get some different perspective. You have some people that are fans of teams that maybe you don't know about. They can give you some insight on what players are playing well. Uh, so yeah, dude, it's a great way to make some money. We're having a blast, man. Get your ass in the Discord. It's absolutely free. In fact, you're fucking losing money for not being in there. So get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned last show, but we really appreciate you guys' uh, support so far this season. We had a record-breaking month in October started off, and we're only looking to uh, go up higher there as we go into November and the season moves along. So make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer. That's Apple. You can go to pm/hockey. Spotify is sg.pn.hockey. And uh, leave us a five-star rating review. It makes us feel good about ourselves. I read this one last show but Talon wasn't here so I felt like I needed to read it again. Uh it's by Foxy JJCA via Apple Podcasts Canada. Entertaining, 5 stars. Birdman, giraffe and the mumbler bring the entertainment and knowledge every episode. That's it. That's it. Short short that, and sweet from uh, from some guy called Foxy JJ. I'm not, not sure who that could be
1: we fixed the mumbling goddammit. So
2: it it's it's 90, 90% of these reviews are all people that we uh, talk to almost every day so uh, <laughs> another reason to get in the discord if you want to meet these uh, fine fellows who write such kind reviews
1: that still counts and you know I think we have somebody that had a negative review and somebody that said that they didn't like all the swearing on the show uh, oh, we, you... dead, uh, yeah. fuck off well you know what whatever your name is you can fucking lick my berries bud go fuck yourself alright if you don't like the swearing you know that sucks for you. We will do what we want, so fuck you.
2: Credit got- to the person before that though. He said he liked a couple Canadian boys just giving her, so Oh, there yeah.
1: you go. Let's if you see- don't like
2: it, turn it off.
1: Yeah, if you don't like <laughs> it, lick our berries, bud. We got the
0: explicit tag on there. We got the warning. Come on.
1: <laughs> Alright everybody. My name is Talon fucking Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. I will pay eight dollars for a blue check mark if we can somehow make that happen. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop.
2: I'm Joel Meyer. And me, going on the road, because we're going to bet uh, away goals tomorrow with oh. all these fucking road dogs, road favorites, whatever. On uh, the road again. On the road again.
0: <laughs> Just can't wait to get on the on road, the road
2: again. again. Life I
1: love is making money with my friends. I don't all know right. the rest of the words. I not
2: <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>